Do you want to be a podcaster? Ready to say hello to more of being able to record podcasts without technology complication than every other podcaster? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. No, really, it's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then what Anchor does for you is they distribute your podcast so it can be heard on platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I think that's key. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you going to do? How about this? Do like I did and download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM, that's Anchor FM, A-N-C-H-O-R dot FM. Again, A-N-C-H-O-R dot FM and get started like the rest of us. People don't buy products. They buy solutions. That original thought is by Brad Lay. But my question to you is, what solutions are you creating? If you're new to the Impact Secrets podcast, welcome to the family. To my existing family, thank you for joining. On this podcast, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and personal development. I am your humble host, E.D., I pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. In today's episode, we will talk about what solutions are you creating? So, what solutions are you creating? You see, I had a mentor that um, I worked with on really more or less understanding just different businesses or business and he said I I need you to do an inventory and I'm like okay inventory of what he said what I normally do is I take an inventory you know once every six months or you know you can do it once a quarter And he said, what I do is I write down everything that I have learned and or actually done hands-on. So I kind of separate the two. Anything that I've learned where it's more anything like book-wise versus my actual hands-on experience. And when I'm creating different offers for a potential client, I will go out and I may start a res- I start researching and looking at some of the pain points that I may see customers having. It can be in hand watching a video on YouTube and I start look reading and understanding like there's a pain point here. And I'll be go- and I'll go back and refer to my inventory sheet and see if there's anything that aligns or has something sparked an interest that maybe this may be something I may, may be interested in. 
And he said, the reason why that I do this is because this may be a great business opportunity and it goes back to that adage of this thing may lead to the thing that I'm that I'm is my ultimate purpose and so I said well okay you know yeah that makes sense of the reason why you would do something like that and I never really thought about it like that because you're really just it's sort of like you are taking everything that you know you'd be surprised on things that you may have learned and it's not that you forgot it it's just that since you've not really you're not using the skill you just don't even really think about it until you may be placed in that situation but having this inventory sheet really helps you because it gives you an opportunity to create solutions that which were really our offers in our world as marketers entrepreneur well marketers or entrepreneurs I guess because you really want to provide value and see that's I, I, I've seen I, you know now that I'm really you know as they say 10 toes down into this to, to marketing and I mean like if you were to ask me like what my first love is now is marketing and it's not because some you know gold or shiny image because you know that can happen but it's it's the it's so many moving parts when you look at at marketing from when you look at it from a digital uh, let's say digital marketing and you but it's still the same online offline it's the psychological aspect of things from the your emotions to someone that's very logical or someone that you have to have fear base So being able, you're always having to create some type of offer, but the offer has to be able to address the problem. So when when you're addressing the problem, you're in turn, you're creating the solution. And, you know, I remember when I first started, I, I ran a, that's another thing, you know, guys, make sure you become huge experimenters of life but you know I've kind of mentioned that before so I won't go into depth about that however when I uh, started selling on on eBay I would I would try different things like I would still am or still are uh, I would literally create I would create different offers now I remember recently I created an offer on eBay just to test it out to see what happens. And I created it like I had a value ladder because I really wanted to see what the importance was. I already knew based on the sales and the customers that I was getting that this offer that I was creating would definitely work for them because they would buy either one or two of the items and they wouldn't buy the third one. So I'm like, huh, why they're not buying this third one? It, it, it really, I mean, it complements 
the other two items. So I said, okay. So when I packaged them together and then threw in a couple, I'll say freebies in a sense, the item just sold. So I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. I didn't do anything. Only thing I did differently was outline from a context as far as verbiage. I just said, hey, got some, I got a couple bonuses and these two items match with with that item. That's why I, mean, I just recently went on Amazon and I noticed they're really good at this too, where you buy an item and they'll say, hey, you know, that item plus this item will really go together well. And so one time I really, I clicked on the drop down and I really, I looked at those items individually to see if there's any type of change in price. And there's not even a price break in there. But what they're saying is, based on what you're about to buy, we think this other item will work well because like, for instance, I had to get another protection uh, for my watch. So I'm sitting there, guys. This may be a little rant, so excuse me. I'm sitting there, took off my watch and putting on my lotion on my hands and because uh, I just got out of the shower. So I take the, uh, I take my watch off. Now I knew something was funny because you know when you, for the this the Apple Watch, and so you, I, I'm using a um, what's it called Super Cage protection, whatever. I don't know what. Have to look it up, and I'll tell you guys if you're interested. You know, um, DM me or, or or whatnot, and I'll, I'll tell you what the name of the um, devices I use. But anyway, so got it on there, and I was like, some on the strap. Like when I was, it was bending. It didn't have that hard, tough. Ben has started being really flexible on the band watch. Uh, so I'm like, huh. So I went to go put it on and it snapped. And the thing about it was, I wasn't even mad that it snapped because I figured something was about to happen with it because of just the way it didn't have that durability that it once had. But what I got frustrated with, but and I had to sit there and figure the problem out was, I had some other uh, Apple Watch you know bands and you and how it works is you kind of slide them in and something i have to show you visually but you slide them in and bam so i put this one in and all of a sudden i couldn't get it off and i'm like why am i not able to get this off like it slid in there real easy i got the other one off so anyway i i finally i had to take a nail and yeah it was a whole bunch of crazy stuff so I said, all right, so let me place an order. So I place an order to, to get this watch band. Same one I had before. Because it was really good quality. I mean, it's probably been a year that I had it. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a really good quality. So I have nothing about negative to say about that. However, I, so I, I placed the order. When I get ready to place the order, I mean, place an order. Something come, pops up and says, hey, it's not even a pop-up. It's that I scrolled down and said, hey, uh, this, this item may go good with the item that you have. And what's, and what's so interesting about that is how they created that, that, that particular solution is with this particular, uh, let's call it a, a um, Apple Watch Protection over your Apple Watch. 
I'm betting because Amazon has a lot of data that they looked at the data and seeing that people were wanting maybe it was maybe the, their watch was getting scratched or anything and I looked at it and, and what all it was was it's sort of like those um, screen protectors on the phone I'll, I'll, I'll align it with that and I was like yeah this is this is definitely work but it wasn't no high pressure it wasn't they didn't pop up out anywhere I literally had to scroll down because you know there's Russell talked about it, and I don't know if it was in .com secret or expert secret, he talked about three kinds of, of buyers. You have an emotional, a logical, and a fear-based buyer. And I'm a logical buyer. I don't get, emo- especially now, I mean, I I probably would, back, maybe I would have considered myself an emotional buyer, but I am a logic buyer. Now, I mean, I'm reading everything, because I'm trying to, because I'm really trying to learn, too, to see what kind of copy that is on the sales letter that you're pitching. But anyway, I digress. So, uh, I ended up going ahead and, and getting the, the, those two items. But the thing about it is, is like a, that it just showed me the importance of creating a solution because I would have only paid $10 compared to now, you know, I'm paying, let's say, you know, 24 because for two, two of those items. And so they understood the the customer will eventually need this. So why not get it now? So when you're creating your your solutions and uh, attacking these these problems by finding out what your customer needs, don't be afraid either to ask your customer what you know they may need. So well, what else would you like with this, or what what other you know things you that you think is wrong? Even if they tell you what's wrong with it, because you may you'll be able to come back with a different version or you know, a better offer. So, you know, just continue to work on creating offers, making sure that you're taking care of your customer because that right there, when you're able to take care of your customer, now there's a difference, you know, that, that whole adage of the customer is always right. No, they're not. And that's a different podcast. That may be a little controversial or something, but customer's not always right. trying to give it that pause effect but anyway I'll end it with that because I think that may be you know something we, we may want to talk about but I'll see what type of response I get from it anyway guys I hope you enjoyed today's podcast the impact secrets podcast it's been a pleasure um, being able to come on here today and just just hang out with the family and, and just tell some things that I just learned today as far as you know the importance of creating a solution for your customer